0: Hey, world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie Gentry Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie Gentry Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl
1: Radio Network.
0: Jump in. Welcome to the Beyond the Gay podcast on Fishbowl Radio and other streams as well. My name is Jamie. It's Tuesday, September the 26th, 2023. The last Tuesday of the month is here and I'm all for it guys. So how's everyone doing today? That's good? Good. Awesome. So before I get to my cowboy style, everyone, the talk of the town is always the cowboys losing. And everyone wants to play the blame game about, oh well, we should blame Dak or we should blame Mike McCartney or we should blame the defense. I want to take, I want to tell you who you should blame because I got a lot of categories to, yeah, to, to, um, a lot of categories to dive into. But first, let's get to the weekend. So the weekend was okay. Um, uh, I just worked a lot, but I wanted to address something that I got last week. So, one of the jobs that I work at is, uh, I, I'm not going to say the name, but you know, obviously you guys, I've I told y'all that I work as a referee. Okay? That's my part-time gig. Okay? So, um, I, basically what it was, it was just me, you know, being overdramatic, or not, you know, yelling at the kids a lot, um, what is it, um, <laughs> let it, let it, coaches coach players play you know stuff like that and i'm not going to read y'all what i in the text message because obviously you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what what the person said but i'm going to say this about me i would never change for anybody i done enough to the point where i i'm okay with where i'm at right now as far as work goes, as far as you know, my sorry, my work attitude goes. How I approach your child, how I approach you know other people around me that want me to do do stuff for them to satisfy their liking. And so, with that being said, um, why 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 change now? Everything's working. You know, we get 10, 10 out of ten stars. People love it. People want to see more of it. And so, it takes one person to complain, but other people like the way I I I arrest I I ref things and approach things. I coach kids. It's all about them at the end of the day. It's not about what one parent has said or another parent has said. It's all about the kids. That's that's my main goal. I always try to make it that way because I know I I know the kids won't play basketball. Uh, down the road I know that for sure Because The game I see it in them The game does not Feel them as much As I see it You know I, I The game feels me I love the game I love the game of basketball Ever since I Turned 12 years old And I love it to this day And I'll never give up on it And so For them to To just sit down Tell me basically Sit down and be a ref I'm not doing that Now I'm going to Take it up a notch so anytime you put those words, sit down and be a ref, or be any, any, anything possible outside of your character, then I'm gonna take it up a notch. I don't care what you say, I don't care what the next person says. So, with that being said everyone, that was my, uh, that was, that actually happened midweek last week, but I wanted to approach that on the weekends because that's how, that's how, that's how I'm gonna act from now on. If you don't like it, there's the door right there. Actually, the door's right there. So, <laughs> go away. <laughs> Alright, so let's go with the uh, Cowboy stuff. So, like I said, obviously there is a lot of blame. You know, they lost 28 to 16 to the Cardinals, which to me, I, I, I had them winning this game. I honestly had this, had them winning this game by at least 10 points. But then again, I did not see this coming. I didn't see, uh, Dak play so lacklusterly. I didn't see CD Lamb not fight for the ball. I didn't see the defense, the first two games, the defense. We gave up 28 points to a team that has no quarterback. We gave up 28 points to two running backs that had, uh, that ran the ball pretty well. That we that they would never make a a team on any other roster, but yet it happened to be the Cardinals. We gave up twenty eight points on defense to a head coach who's like who who is my age. I'm like, man, this is unbelievable. But we're shell of ourselves right now. We are a shell of ourselves right now. But let's get to, I guess, your quarterback. Dak Prescott went 25-40 for th- for 249 yards. He threw a touchdown pass and he threw a pick. So, I've been saying this for the last, I think for the last three to four years. When Dak throws 40 passes or more, you're not going to win the ball game. You're not going to win. You're not. Now, you're like... Give me a give me give me a record that says the Cowboys will win when Dak throws over forty passes. That has never happened in the history of the Cowboys ever since Dak Prescott has been the quarterback. Because we know Dak's weaknesses, we know his strength. His strength is to get the ball out and run. He, his weaknesses is the mind game. He doesn't read coverage as well. That's what I wrote here. He's forcing the ball coverage. She continues to miss open receivers. He missed C.D. Lamb on a deep route when the safety, when he had one on one with the safety. Again, that goes back to to Dak not reading the re, the, the uh, playbook during the week. It doesn't make sense. How are you going to be an eight year vet and not continue to read coverages, not continue to communicate with your receivers in year eight? And I, I know this is a, a new offense, I get it. But in year eight, you're supposed to get this shit right, right now. You're supposed to get it right. You're supposed to get it right in, in this year alone. If you're a rookie, yes. Yes, it'll take you time. But you're in year eight with a new offensive coordinator, Mike McCartney, and a, well basically a new offense. And in year eight, you can't get it right. That that's that that that's worrisome. That's worrisome to me. I can't I can't I can't deal with with, with a court. I can't deal with this quarterback. I can't deal with him when he plays like this crap. And, I, and I'm tired of you 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 naysayers defending him. I'm tired of y'all. And I'm pretty sure today somebody's going to defend him on how good things he has done. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna bring that, you're gonna bring that up again, but yeah, when we, when we need to win a game that we were favored by at least, what, well, seven to ten points, you gotta come through. You gotta come through somehow. Daniel Jones did it, and he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. Sam Hartman did, uh, Sam, uh, what's that Washington quarterback's name? I can't remember his name. I wrote him on, he was on my list. And I, I, I'm thinking of the Notre Dame quarterback, but I can't remember the, the Washington quarterback. It doesn't matter. He came through. It doesn't matter. But is the play, but my question to Dak is is the play call working? Is it working? Do you love it? What, what needs to change? Does, uh, do we need another quarterback? I read I read the comments on the postgame show when I read them on Sunday, and I said the majority of this chat is blaming Dak for the loss. Well, first of all, Dak doesn't play defense, and Dak threw made one well he made a bunch of mistakes, but he made one mistake that could have you know we were down twenty eight to sixteen at the time driving in our in our inn. at that point in time. It was a third down play. I think it could have been a better play call. So I'm putting that on um, Mike McCart and Dak. Y'all are the two communicators that has to get the it has to get it right. If we would have scored six points right there, we we would have been down by five. It was a defensive stop, get the ball back and possibly win. Possibly win. Possibly. But I don't know. Those are scenarios that I would have done. But then again, I would have ran a different play. I would have kept running the ball. I would have, uh, I would have not moved CD Lamb around. You know, I'm, I'm getting tired of, uh, of CD Lamb moving around. I'm getting tired of it. This is your number one receiver. I, I'm tired of, I'm tired of this offense making CD Lamb, uh, do a bunch of things. CD Lamb is a receiver. CD Lamb is supposed to be a receiver. He's supposed to act like a receiver. But in this case, you're putting him in the slot. You're putting him in motion. I mean, if you put him on motion on the other side of other line, then yes, do that. But please, please don't make him catch a pass in the a screen pass. I don't want that. I want receiver type plays. I want him to go up the field for ten plus yards. Make contested catches. Make them. I would have done that. I would have. Changed the whole entire playbook. I would have made C made M my number one play uh, receiver. Go on deep routes. Rides more than 10, 10 to 12 yards. Make the Cardinals defend that. But the Cardinals weren't defending that. They were ready for Dak. They got pressure on Dak. He was sacked twice. Their defenders were heavily... They weren't even focused on CD. They were focused on other. They were focused on other players. Dak didn't didn't take advantage of the weaker Cardinal secondary. He didn't do that. So with that being said, we're screwed. If Dak can't take advantage of a weaker secondary, then we're screwed. Who's going to beat you with a weaker secondary? Who didn't have Buddha Baker back there? Who's going to beat you? No one, right? Daniel Jones tortured that off, that, that defense. Sam, I, I'm going to get his name during the break. Well, actually, Angelo knows his name, but I don't, cause he, <laughs> he's a Washington Commanders fan. So, huh? Yes, yes, Sam Howe. Thank you. <laughs> Sam, Sam Howe. He beat the defense, he beat the Cardinals defense. A first year quarterback. Reading the coverages. Do so you need help? That ask for it. You ain't gonna get it from Mike. Yeah, God knows you don't have a quarterback coach. You don't have one. You need help. And I want to play a clip from the from from him. Talk, I, I I don't know where this clip came from. I just found it. It talks about his interceptions. Somebody asked a question about his interceptions. I want to talk about. That one interception. Let's play that clip, please.
2: Now, without a pick, you didn't have that happen all of last year. Is there anything that goes to what you've done this offseason so far?
3: What about the year before that? Or the year before that? What do you prefer that? Well, yeah. uh, you know, last year is last year. Um, and it's something you know, I've left. And, you know, the interceptions, all that. it. I guess when you lead the league, it'll never go away. As I stated last year, every one of them has their, their story. Um, but that's not what my mind is. It's not something I think about. Um, just being candid, uh, I really don't care about the questions about them at this point. I know how efficient this offense is. I know the work that I've put into this game, the... Work that we put in as a unit, that's not even a thought process. Going out there just trying to complete the ball, get the ball to these guys, get it to them in space, so I let them go do their, do their thing, and then I'm still going to take some shots, not shy away from, from the confidence that I have and the work that we've put in on some one-on-ones and give these guys opportunities, but I don't even
0: think about that at this point. So, wait, hold on. Wait. Hold on. Everything sounded right to that last point. You don't think about that. This man threw 15 interceptions last year. (laughs) You don't think about that? I thought. I'm sorry. I thought it was supposed to to motivate you. I thought, okay, you're supposed to do better. I thought. (laughs) I thought, okay, I'm going to own up to my mistakes. I'm sorry. Where is the accountability at? Is this a trend? Are we are we doing this every single game? Are we going to throw an interception uh, uh, every game from now to the end of the season? Are we doing this? Are we doing this? I hope not. At some point, you have to take a Did you take a calendar last year? Did you take one last year? I guarantee you did not. Your, your press conference has always said, we need to do better. After you do an interception or two, you're going to blame it on the team and the play calling. Is that what we're doing? It says, looking at yourself self in the mirror, I said, I have sucked. I have sucked for the last year or so. I have cost Cowboys games, games that you should have won. Hey, hey, this one, it's the freaking Cardinals. They have no quarterback. They threw out Joshua Dawes out there for goodness sakes. He went seventy for twenty one for a buck eighty nine and touchdown. This dude here was nothing. <laughs> we played him last year in Tennessee. He was garbage. He was getting used to the offense. He was garbage, and I, I don't know this year. Honestly, they, they the Cardinals got it right. I think. They should, I think the Cardinals. I'm I'm not in their organization. I don't support them at all. If I'm looking, if I'm the Cardinals, and I'm looking at Josh Joshua Dobbs' record, his completions, his record, well, not his record, but like his completions and how he moves the ball down the field against a quality against a a quality, uh, well, let me say a top five defense, a top five defense, then. I'm, I'm in the coach's room and say, hey, maybe Josh Jobs was start for the rest of the season. He gives us a chance to win. He literally gives us a chance to win. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. I don't care about Calum Murray. I mean, Calum Murray's in the past. I don't know why at this point he signs a contract, gets hurt, then we, we ask him to play. You don't want to... He don't want to read it. He don't want, he don't want to study the playbook like the great legends have done. Legends have studied the playbook. That's why they're in the hall of fame as a quarterback. Kyler Murray, this fool does not read the playbook. He doesn't. Joshua Dobbs has a chip on his shoulder and says, you know what? This is my team. This is my team. I got cut in Cleveland and Tennessee. This is my team. I'm going to solidify this job. If I go through, uh, well, what's the record now? If I go, if I win the next two games, coach, name me the main starter. I want to be the main starter for the rest of the season. There shouldn't be no quarterback controversy in Arizona. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. Honestly, I favor Josh Dobbs over Kyler Murray. Let Kyler Murray be number two. Let him learn from Josh Dobbs. I appreciate sure at this point Josh Dobbs is a veteran, right? He's a vet, and now he knows the he knows the offense because he was your start he he was your starter in training camp. That's why they got rid of Colt McCoy to insert Josh Dobbs. But this man didn't beat you. I think the Cowboys beat themselves. Honestly, they, honestly, they didn't beat you. They, the Cardinals didn't show anything flashing. Yeah, okay, yeah, they had one forty-five. Yard run and they had a touchdown pass. They really didn't show you anything special. Like I said, Josh, Josh Stiles would do from 189. That's, I mean, most quarterbacks, most quarterbacks will throw over, over 300 yards against the Cowboys defense. They're not going to give you anything. These teams will beat you with the mindset. They will beat you with mindset. They will beat you with, uh, with, with who they have, with the quality, with quality players. Yeah, these players, they're decent enough. They're decent. They're not household names. But they're decent enough to make an NFL roster. In this case, you got the Cardinals. I didn't like I said, I didn't expect us to lose this game. I thought okay, easy win. Boom, boom, boom. I even told someone that we'll win easily. I guess I was wrong Sunday night, right? Number two, running back success. So, I guess the good thing about it is Tony Pollard had 23 carries for 122 yards. Really didn't score a touchdown. Now, Rico Dowler, I think he had his best game ever. He had four carries for 21 yards. He scored a touchdown on a reception on a screen pass. So, he had three for 25 and a touchdown. Now, my question will be, should Pollard get the ball more? And... Yeah, no, that's my, that's my first question. My first question you should probably get the ball more. My second question would be, would you like to see more of Rico Dallas at this point? I mean, Tony probably had a great game. I can't, I can't, I can't shame him for that. It's not his fault. I just wish, I just wish he got the ball more because honestly, you were averaging what? You were averaging five, five yards per carry. So basically he was giving you the yards. Rico Dallas, well, Rico Dallas did the same thing. He averaged five yards per carry. And so the Cardinals couldn't stop to the run. They couldn't stop to run. So if this, if this has to be a running game, let's make it a running game. I mean, it doesn't have to be all pass. That's why I was confused as why that do 40 passes. But I, but I, there, there is an answer to that. And I'm to get to that point. But well, let me finish answering this question. Yes, I should think Pollard should get the ball more. I think honestly, he's ready to get about the 25 carry mark. I, he had 23 this thing, so I think 25 is enough for me. Um, depending on the good day, depending on what the defense does, um, you're facing, I guess the next three games, you're facing a New England who will check has a defense and then the 49ers and then the Chargers. So The Chargers, that's an interesting one because I don't know their defense. I know Brandon Staley is a defensive coach, but I don't know who they're going to throw out out there defensively. The 49ers, yeah, they have a defense. So I don't expect Dak to throw the ball 40 times against the 49ers. Now, granted, granted, I want to answer my other second question in a second, but granted, I don't want... I'm not trying to look ahead, but I am. I feel like the loss should have came to the 49ers. Now you lose to the Cardinals. Now it's like, do we trust you for the next game? Because now I'm confused. And now I'm confused. I'm confused as to why you laid the egg against the Cardinals, but yet against the 49ers. They are the best team in the, in, in the NFC. One of the best teams in the NFC. But I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to dive that in when I get to my final take. But Rico Dallas. Dallas. I'm gonna pronounce his name, last name correctly. Uh, I don't know where he, he fits in his offense. Um, I feel like he's gonna be the second back to, uh, to Pollard. The second field to Pollard um, I do think That he will be brought in um, You can't bring him in on third down Because he's too small to block If they're going to throw six out of the minus you got to be able to block all six Tyrus Smith could take on two by himself um, I do trust him on that Oh man, that's going to be tough Because Dak might have to scramble a lot so Rico Dow may have to come in when Tony Pollard needs a breather, and maybe like a first or second down play when he even when he runs for over ten plus yards, maybe give him a, a, a breather for a little bit. Um. So, so that's 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 what I think. I do think that uh that this this should have been a running game. Twenty-five carries, I would give Pollard is my limit. If I'm running this offense, number three, the penalties—the penalties were the main step of it, were the main aspect of the game. They kept you back from going, from building momentum. So you were in third and long situations when you had holy penalties. Defensively, uh, it was just—it was just it, the focus wasn't there. It was 13 penalties for 107 yards. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. And then me and Gabe, who was here, who was, ba- who was formerly here, we're always going to have this argument as to how to correct the penalties, how to correct them. And I always say these players are grown enough. They're grown enough to understand, Hey, we can't commit holding penalties every single time down the field. We can't do that. We can't put ourselves in harm's way. We, we got, we got, we got to be cautious. We got to be able to block well. Mike McCarthy can't teach that. that. That's that's the thing that I agree with. Now we don't have a young team. Now I can understand a young team doing those, and yes, the coach may have to step in, but. We got a we got a team filled with veterans and, and calm guys. We don't need stupid penalties to elevate us. So we got a, We got a locker room filled with vets. We got a, lo- a locker room where we we can we we can uh, we can get past the, the 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 penalties. But the penalties set us back. We can't we can't be stupid. We can't be stupid. It's, it's always going to come down to double-digit penalties. Anytime you have that, you're not going to win the game. I'm sorry. Number four, the blame game. So, bunch of categories. So, every time the Cowboys lose, we always play the blame game. The blame game goes from Dak... Red zone issues Less than 40% in the red zone Mike McCartney going for it on fourth and four In the red zone This was the third quarter CD Lamb not fighting for the ball This was uh, the fourth quarter This was the fourth quarter Where Dallas had it on their own end And CD Lamb did not Well, no, I'm sorry They had the touchdown So CeeDee was going to Potentially they had a touchdown he was going to fight for it, but he did not. Uh, Trayvon injuries. There was Trayvon Diggs, a torn ACL, which I'm going to address in a second. Tyler Biotis, he had a hamstring, he was out. Zach Martin had an ankle injury, he was out. And Tyron Smith was dressed, but he had a hamstring injury. He was basically questionable, but he played, he didn't play, he was questionable, he's on the sidelines. Uh, the defense gave up 222 yards rushing. 400 yards total So you basically let James Conner Joshua Dobbs and Rondell Moore Who had the 45 yard touchdown Beat you Then here's, here's My biggest thing We had 75 plays They had 53 We had 75 plays Came with 16 points They had 53 It was 28 points And less yardage What does that tell you? Our time of possession was 34 minutes. That's basically half the game. Their time of possession, 25. Like, and they scored 28 points in 25 minutes? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, damn. Damn. I mean, like I said, I read the comments on the post game show. Everybody went to blame Dak mode Everybody I, I, I didn't chime in Because I'm not blaming Dak for this game I'm not He's part of the blame You can't go down and throw an intercession When you're down by 12 points Into triple coverage You gotta communicate You gotta communicate That's what I've been saying Or run it That's what i am saying Just run it you had it. If you came short, I'm pretty sure 4-1 from the one-yard line, you would have gotten it with your legs. You would have gotten it. You would have gotten it. I don't see the Dak powering this anymore. I don't see it. I don't see it. What happened to the old Dak that, that that was confident that was able to run freely up until that injury that you suffered in 2021? You have, you've you been... You ran very little Very little up until this point Very little now, now You just run when you want to If you have that confidence in yourself Dak, Stop limiting yourself You need to stop it Stop limiting yourself Please The red zone issues We need Blair to play call in the red zone I'm sorry this is this is unbelievable, man. We need better calling in the red zone. We're, through three games, we're less than 40% down there. We need better play calling in the red zone. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. We cannot play like this. We just can't. We cannot play like this. How do you... We, we just addressed this last week. We just said... How do you fix the red zone issues? How do you fix them? Better play calling Being aggressive That's part of it That's part of it You gotta be aggressive down there when you get to the red zone Run the ball Run screens uh, run, a, uh, run a deep fade Let's the land fight for the fucking ball He don't fight and you wonder why he's upset He's not upset that that He's not upset about Mike McCartney He shouldn't be upset at himself Because you don't fight for the ball How are you going to be a number one receiver if you don't fight for the ball Justin Jefferson's done it <laughs> Jamar Chase has done it Why can't he do it Mike McCartney I I tried to defend this coach. I tried. But every time I defend this coach, he goes out there and makes stupid mistakes over and 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 over over again. How many times do we have to see this? And then they always talk about his job status at the end of the season. They always talk about it. Sean Payton's gone. Look at them in Denver now. You wanna hire that guy back? William Mont McCartney, fourth and four at in the red zone, third quarter. I think it was late third quarter, I believe. You were down 21 to 13. I don't agree. <laughs> you know what? I do agree with the play calling. I do agree going for it on fourth and four, but I wish it was, I wish, I wish the play calling was a little bit better. Run a better route. Because it, it, like I said, the Cardinals didn't beat you this game. The Cardinals defense, secondary, did not beat you this game. Okay? I want this. I want to say this. I want to say that CD Lamb should have been involved. CD Lamb or Michael Gallagher should have been involved in the 4 for 4 play. If we're going to do that route. Dak had a scramble to right to get the open receiver. it should have been a better play calling, or else I, I I would agree going for it. I understand the gamble, I get it, but four from four, you got to score. I got to say, taking the points, I understand Broder's point, but Broder's, we're trying to win the game. We got to be aggressive. That is aggressive play calling, us. We don't, we don't. <laughs> Don't settle because Don't settle For three points We're tired Of settling for field goals Do you know how many times We get down there And we're always scoring Field goals every single time We've done it like What A bunch of times We haven't scored We're, we're supposed to be Efficient on offense We're efficient defensively Not this game But offensively We're supposed to be Efficient under Mike McCartney, As they say So I don't know Maybe at that at that point, maybe that maybe somebody just saw something. If you call a timeout or you just take the delay game and you take the points? But I would have gone for it. I I agree with them going for it. I would, but I would call. I would have designed a better play call on that end of the field. Ceedee Lamb, has got to fight for the ball. Just, like I said, Justice Jefferson does it every game. Every game this is why his his numbers keep going up. This is why he always gets 100 plus yards every single game. Even though you're playing he's playing with a terrible quarterback. Yes, Kirk Cousins is a terrible quarterback. If anybody wants to <laughs> defend me on that then you have at it. Kirk Cousins is a terrible quarterback. I hate everything about him. He is the worst quarterback in the NFL. But yeah, Justin Jefferson finds a way. To fight for the freaking ball. AJ Brown fires away to fight for for the ball from Jalen Hurst, no matter what the, the function they have. JJ Chase finds a away to fight for the ball. They have, the Cincinnati Nine Bengals have three quality receivers. All of them fight for the ball. CD Lamb, you're a number one receiver and you're worried about being held. You're worried about, you know, you're worried about. Uh, uh, the, the, the defender more than the ball That's going to happen CD. The rest are not going to save you You got to fight for it If you're going to be the number one receiver Or else we'll go get somebody else Down the street And they'll be our number one receiver Let's go Let's go get watch this Terry McLaren Don't you think that guy Wants to play, play for a better quarterback The same how I'm pretty sure if you put him in this offense, he will shine. He'll fight for the ball. Unlike you, you don't fight for it. Of course, you're going to get held, yes. But how many times has a great receiver been held and still come up with the ball? How many times? You have to do better. Your play was unattractive to me. And I mean that in a football way. So, we can blame injuries, but we're not blaming injuries. Injuries is not part of... Injuries are a part of the game. It does change the team aspect. So, Jerry Von Dink suffered a torn ACL in practice last week. Big loss. Big loss. Because, you know, I don't know how big of that of loss could have been in this, in this game, but I think down the road, we're going to see how big his presence could have been. Um... So I wish Trayvon Dex nothing nothing but the best, man. Coming from the torn ACL, um, signing his contract, being ready for the season, man. Look, like like this game is not easy. This game is literally not easy, man. And, and you know I want Trayvon. I'm praying for you, brother, man. I want you to come back healthy, take the time you need, and come back stronger next se- next next season. This is surprising. Tyler Biotis had a hamstring. Zach Martin had an ankle. So, really, it really didn't ma- matter during the game. Well, then again, it did because your your right guard was missing, and really, the Cardinals didn't take advantage of that. And even though Zach that got Zach twice, and you can't blame it on Zach. You got to blame it on the left side. Uh, you got to play it out dual goal. You gotta blame on him because you know, you don't have you don't have the team doesn't have Trayvon Smith in there. And your quarterback's gonna get hit nine times out of ten. We've seen that in history, we've seen that with Romo And we have be seeing that numerous times with Dak. So anytime you don't have your left tackle in the game, you're going you're going to get it. Dak's gonna get it. And Dak may have to scramble For the rest of his life, but other than that, the offensive line played well, you know, the, you know, Pollard, Pollard had 120 yards rushing. So they ran, they ran, they ran back well. It's just when they, because the pass protection is poor. Um, defense gave a 220 yards rushing, which is huge because you don't give a 222 rushing to two, two, uh, two decent running backs that I never heard of. Well, I heard of James Conner, but i never heard of Rondell, Rondell Moore. I don't know where he came from. Um, let's see who else. 400 yards total. So, really, the Cardinals did not beat you with, with, anything, with anything spectacular. They just played their game of ball. Slow pace. 9 o'clock. Joshua Dallas is at the quarterback. So, they're not asking him to do much. They're not asking him to go deep. And the one deep pass that he threw... What was to my, was to Michael Wilson for 69 yards. That was basically it. This is what got me. The plays. 75 to 53. The Cowboys had more plays, but the Cowboys were able to get 16 points on the board. You're telling me you run 75 plays and you only get 16 points on the road, but yet the other team ran 53 plays and they got 28 points on the board. That's, that's, that's not right. That that's not right at all. That that, that that's penalties and, and inconsistency. That's it. That's it. We we, we 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 have to do better in those aspects. We cannot have. We cannot run a, a bunch of plays and only score sixteen points. We can't do that. It's uncalled for. So my final take, twenty-eight to sixteen, they were twelve point favor. So this is a big upset. Big upset. You don't wanna uh, you don't wanna estimate the the, the sort of teams, you don't wanna estimate the bad teams. So this is a bad Cardinals team. Kyler Murray's out. Basically they don't have anybody else. DeAndre Hawkins out. DeAndre Hawkins wanted to go play with was a was a decent quarterback. That's why he wanted out Arizona. He said, as long as you have Kyler Murray and you don't value me, I'm out. I wanna to go to other places that I want to play with a quarterback with. Uh short passes were not work in this offense. So I don't know. I think, I think defense the, the, As soon as the season comes on, Defenses Will get used to our game They'll get used to defending this offense So if you want to Mix it up Between short and long uh, And like minimum Passes of like 10 to 12 yards Then let's do that Let's find a way To read other Teams defenses To get the ball down the fill more We need more downfield balls. We need more downfield balls. We need them a lot because we're not getting them. We're not getting them enough. We need them down the field more, more often than not. Because the short passes, they won't work in this offense. If we're talking about the season goes on, I mean it's early, but they're not going to work. And then what did we learn, guys? What did we learn from this loss? It seems like every Cowboys loss is an uproar. Every Cowboys loss, the non-Cowboy haters want to come out. Well, I'm sorry. Well, can I call them Cowboys haters? I could. But let me try to say this. People that want, well, they are Cowboys haters. They are. Cowboys haters. Y'all know nothing about football. Y'all y'all are not connected to this team like I am and other people out there are. You don't care about football at all, but yet when you see the Cowboys lose, you want to have a pity party for you and your other non Cowboys friends. Okay, enjoy your party. Enjoy your party in front of front of the TV when when you're you're making fun of Cowboys fans during the week. Our fans, you're making fun of us. You're making fun of us that we care about the game. We care about everything that this team does on a daily basis, on how to improve. Even, even on a win, even in a win, there's still attainables that they lost, that they left on the field. But those Cowboys haters want to sit there and go and run a, 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 a throw championship party. When they know nothing about football. And I know this because I've been around all of them. And also, I want to talk about dumb, stupid Cowboys. We we, we have the annoyingest Cowboys fans possible. Every loss has Dak's name on it. Dak does not play defense. Dak does not play special teams. Dak controls the offense. Dak controls the offense. So what we learn... What we learn is that you can't take teams for granted. It's early; they're not going to suck all the way. Maybe mid-season they they'll, things will change, but we're not going to see that team down the road. We're not going to. Another thing we have learned is we got to be aggressive, and, and we got to be aggressive in our play calling. We have to be aggressive to get the ball in the red zone to score six points instead of three. Do you realize when you score three points You're giving teams a chance You're giving them a chance To upgrade their offense They're spending that time That extra five minutes Designing their play calling on offense Well, we have three points So you're giving that defense confidence Which we gave the Cardinals confidence Because like I said There's nobody on that defense That's the one to beat you Nobody The last thing that we learned Is that Is that we we just got to Play Consistent We have to Play what was A chip on shoulder for the rest of the season And I don't want to hear I don't want to hear Us celebrating after a win And I'm talking about Cowboys fans I'm not talking about the players itself. The players do you know the difference between cocky and being and being settled. Is a moral victory. The Cowboys are yeah, they're gonna be happy, but yet when they get to the film, they're gonna be happy that they that they did this thing and sometimes they need to they need to improve. So Cowboys players are not cocky. They 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 they're just They're just settled because they know it's a long season. They know that we gotta get, we gotta take the game seriously to get to where we need to go. So me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with when they lose, but when they win, I just accept that's moral. It's a moral victory against a great, against a, a greater opponent. So in this case for me, I'm not accepting this loss. I'm sorry, I'm not accepting that. This should have been a little bit better. Alright, guys. That's it for my Cowboys spell. Let's get to some college football talk. Because there was a game that, uh, there was a game on Saturday that everybody, everybody was looking at. And I opened my notes here. It is called. So, yes, yeah. Colorado versus Oregon, and I want to play you a clip that Dan Lanny said that I'm going to preach on, and why he's not wrong. Why is he not wrong about what he said? Let's play that clip next, and uh, let's play that clip right now, and then we'll talk about what he said. Let's play that clip. Rooted in substance.
3: Not flash. Rooted in substance. Today we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet! Right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks, we're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't gonna be played in Hollywood, it's gonna be played on the grass.
2: Right? It's gonna be played on the grass. Let's go.
0: So that is Oregon head coach Dan Lanny. There is no problem with what he said We got to remember We got to remember That is passion He is a passionate head coach He probably saw the clips He probably heard the messages He probably heard all the talk Colorado All the, talk, the media hype That ESPN and others Are giving Colorado Cause last year they weren't receiving it. They weren't receiving it at all. Neither was Dan Manning. Neither was him. And I, I disagree with the people that say he prepared the, he, that. He, that he, he, he was just too. He, he just won the, the 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 cameras. I mean, the cameras aren't there for a reason. They're there for a reason. And I just wanna say that I love his passion. It makes me want to go out there and fight for him. And get all the touchdowns in the world. Get make the defensive place. Sack door Whatever I gotta do is for Dan Lennon, I would do. So there was no problem with what he said. We gotta be passionate about but what we've done. What 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 we're doing right now. And skip. Didn't think that that his comments were disrespectful. I want to play a clip from Skip Bayless, and I want to and, and I want to I want to disagree with him. I'm going to disagree with him once we play that clip. Let's play that clip, please. The
2: Colorado kids were scratching up the, the Big O in the middle of the field, but they knew. given this social media age we live in, I'm pretty sure they they were made aware of it before yeah. the game. All right, I have tried to tell you guys for two weeks, there is a deep-rooted, sort of a venomous vengeance that is starting to manifest itself against Dion among white coaches, and, and I'm not going to say the whole lot, right because we saw what Jay Norvell did just two weeks ago, yeah, right? right? You're, you're right, okay? You're it's, right. It's deep-rooted and seeded because Dion didn't pay any dues that they all had to pay. He's simply the greatest athlete who ever played, and he has shattered the mold, as we have talked and talked about, because that's who he is. He is one of the greatest talkers in the history of sports. He is as entertaining an interview as there is in all of sports as we speak. He is playing to his strengths. He is in the midst of the greatest turnaround in college football history, doing it his way. Not Dan Lanning's way, but Dan Lanning, that that was venomous vengeance. That was real. I don't think he was playing just for clicks. I think he knew exactly where he was going, and he was speaking from his heart of hearts. He says, we are rooted in substance, and they are all about flash. That is not true. They have been well coached. They did not play well coached football on Saturday. But the problem was, he did run with it, and it worked because... Colorado got buzz-sawed right in half from the opening kickoff because Oregon comes out and goes 72 yards in 10 plays and doesn't even go to third down one time. And all of a sudden it's seven to nothing. And all of a sudden Shadur can didn't have time to breathe and he goes three and out in, in about one minute of clock time. And all of a sudden here they come again and it gets to be a third and five play at the seven and they <laughs> stopped them. And then if we could see what happened there's a dumb personal foul committed yeah. that kept it from being a 10 to nothing game oh well, I'm sorry our tape just fouled up. do you remember the play right a kid just runs in at the end of the play slams into an Oregon Hello. kid in the back and it's just it's just silly you just can't do it and all of a sudden they score and what happened? Dan Lanning said, I'm going to humiliate you, Deion Sanders. I'm going to expose you. I'm going to go for two. It's 13 or nothing. It could have been 14. You just kicked the point. Is there any re- Did you miss the point on seven or nothing? No! You didn't! You're going for two to, to just rub their noses in it. So
0: anyways. So you hear from Skip Bayless and I, I disagree with him on the Dan. Hi, Listen, Dan, Dan Lanning doesn't mean anything extra. You're coaching at Oregon. They have, at Oregon. At a. <laughs> they have everything at Oregon. They have everything at Oregon. He just went there because he needed a head coach, and he he's done a, a fabulous job. Anything that he, that he can do to get his team motivated. To play against The most likable team in America Actually the most likable college in America Right now In 2023 He's going to do it He's heard all the talk Skip needs to understand That passion Happens every every single game They're not going to show it in other Other locker rooms They're not going to show it at all they're not going to show, you know. Um, they're not going to show Steve Starskijian beat Pumukstein. They're not going to show Kirby Smart do that. They're only going to show the main guy that that is that that everybody around around him that thinks that Cairo will beat Orca. To me, I didn't. I thought it was a little closer. I thought it was going to be a little bit closer game. I didn't expect a 36 point blowout I didn't expect 35 to nothing at halftime I didn't expect uh, Shador To throw under 100 200 yards You know To me I love his messages I disagree with Skip Wholeheartedly Because I feel like, I feel like We need that passion in sports To make sure That we're here Colorado says we're here. Oregon also said we're here as well. We're here to play a football game. We're not here to get YouTube likes. We're not here to uh, have everybody talk about us. They never talk about us. They always talk about Colorado. And that's where Dan Landon got his motivation from. That, listen, that that speech, I feel like it wasn't pre-planned. I feel like he, did, he didn't take during the week. He just read vi- stories, vi- looked at video. And the passion came out It came out of him And so when they don't talk about Oregon In these things The, the only thing is about Colorado Then they, they're going to talk about it they, They're going to talk about Colorado's things They're going to talk about how Colorado uh, uh, Grooms at a lot How Colorado does during the week Which by the way when I, I was talking to someone yesterday About do you believe Even though it was one loss on Colorado, do you believe? I'll answer that question in a second. But uh, the game, the game itself, Shador. I feel like he's not ready. I feel like he got hit in the mouth because he didn't face a real defense. When you go against TCU, you go against Nebraska, you, you go against Colorado. State they're not real defenses. You know, not real teams. Well, TCU is, you know, they got to the college football playoff. There, but Nebraska ain't real. Nebraska and Colorado are not real teams. They're garbage teams. So Sador had to get through that to get to Oregon, and he saw the results. I think Sador got. I honestly say I think he got sacked seven times, or maybe it was more than that. But it, it was more. It was definitely more than that. But he's not ready. And it's just, it, it was just poor tackling scheme. It was just the emotions on Colorado's side, side feel them. The emotions. Colorado players play was emotion because they know they're 20, they, they know they were 22 point underdogs before the game and they want to make a, a proven statement. And then when they got down 35 to nothing as the game go- went on, that's when they started to give up a little bit Well actually that's when Oregon started to Lay off the bre- lay off the gas a little bit Because you know the game is Out of sorts right now And Bo Nix is, is no joke He's a Heisman candidate I, I actually like his game um, So This is going to be a, t- a tough thing This is going to be a tough thing that Cardwell has to face Every team ha- faces adversely and I want to talk to the haters out there, but first I want to play a Dion Sanders clip. This is after the game, paying, saying no excuses, paying his respects to Oregon. Let's play that clip, please. The most uh,
3: allowing all to transpire. It's a good old-fashioned buck kicking. It's no excuses, no nothing. Um, their coaches did a heck of a job preparing their team. Obviously, we didn't. That was good. I mean, that was a really good old-fashioned buck kicking. Uh, we went into the game wanting to dominate several, wanting to dominate several phases. Um, we lost offensively, defensively, as well as special teams. That fake punt kind of, kind of got them really rolling, and uh, they didn't stop. Um, ever since they secured that first down well coached team uh both nicks played his butt off defensively they presented some things that i guess we just couldn't get around we couldn't advance the ball rushing or uh, throwing the ball as well seemed like they had our number but hats off to their coaching staff to their head coach great job and they're truly prepared how are you doing area excellent No, you can't wipe your slate clean. you got to watch the film and evaluate. I'll do that on a plane, but I, I saw a lot of it live. Just uh, players that went in position that didn't do the job that we expected. You evaluate players, you evaluate
0: coaches, you evaluate everything. All right, so I like how Deion takes a high road on this. You know, I talked to somebody yesterday, and I asked him, do you do you still believe after a after a Colorado loss Actually I talked to two people yesterday One Smiled and didn't believe another person We're getting on that train I'm trying to put her on that train But yeah it's like What else Does Dion need to prove to you What else Does Colorado need to prove to you To the haters out there Of Colorado Y'all y'all suck Y'all suck Y'all always want to put a black man down You don't put Nick Saban down Nick Saban has lost a bunch of games at Alabama When he loses the game at Alabama You don't put him down When Jimbo Fisher Has lost games at Texas A&M And Florida State More Texas A&M than Florida State You don't put his ass down He is the worst coach A&M has ever hired And I say that with my heart Oh what about uh, I'm sorry What about Jade Novell The other coach Oh what about I'm sorry what about Who who got another chance To coach an SEC program Do you put them down When they lose games like this when they lose games like this, y'all want, y'all want to put Dion down. Y'all want to put their players down. Instead, you don't allow them to accept adversity. You allow these coaches to accept adversity. Jim Official's is the biggest one. Nick Sayman is the biggest one. And then you find out what he says during the week. Then you find out, and then you, you put a pal, you, you, you say, okay Nick Sayman, it's okay, it's alright, you lost the game. I've been saying this I've been saying this dude. I've been saying this all day long yesterday I said Dion's going to be alright the ki- the Colorado players they're going to be alright they have to face up have at some point right? right? you gotta lose at some point right? like the Atlanta says it, it, the Cinder stuff is over and I don't think I, 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 I honestly don't think I honestly don't think it is. I don't think it is because the other club that I wanted to play, I couldn't find it, was that he did say, you better get me now because in years' time, he'll be undefeated. That's what he was saying in Colorado, for Colorado. That's what he said. So these teams that want to throw garbage at them, that want to disrespect their players, And the haters that want to disrespect Dion, y'all need to get alive and y'all need to y'all y'all need to stay away from college football, period. Because college football is not for you. If you're gonna disrespect a black man like this, especially our own, our own, how you gonna disrespect us? But yet you give praise to Nick Saban? You give praise to Jimbo Fisher. Nick Saban has done more than Jim Official. Jim O'Fish has done nothing. Have y'all won an SEC championship? Is Jim O'Fish in the Hall of Fame? Exactly. So y'all need to shut up. Travis Hunter said Jarvis Hunter said he wanted to play yesterday. He wanted to play this upcoming week against the USC. Now Dion said, Nope, you're not playing. Just get healthy. Now, Travis Hunter, you are twenty plus years old. You are not healthy You have to take it account Your body is important You are You You as a human being Are important Than the game itself. People are going to play the game People are going to watch the game But you sir Are important in life Than Than anybody Has Than anybody says You're important if people don't dig your report, then, then they need to check themselves. Because this, this game of football, guys are leaving the game at, at early, early rates. It's not like in years past where like you get like 36, 37, 38, 39, 40 years old, you start leaving the game. It's not like that anymore. Guys are leaving like at, at your age. Like I, I, I can remember in the off season. I always don't like the NFL offseason because players see something maybe during the season, maybe as of the season that they like, that they wanted to uh they want to focus on. It could be the weirdest thing possible. But they want to go try it out. So they'll they'll leave the NFL behind or cause football behind and go try that thing out. And we will never never hear from them again. In this case, Travis Hunter, listen, I don't care what you do. Okay. It's, I'm not in your life. You don't know me. You're going to be the number one player in the NFL draft. What is this upcoming year or the year after that? You're going to be the number one player in the draft. You're going to play on Sundays. That's, 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 that's uh, that's whole art. That's, that's 110%. Dion saying we need you now. As a human being Than anybody else before Because something bad God forbid Something bad happened to you No one's going to care Everybody's going to go back to their daily lives And not, and focus on the negative of your life That's what they do That's what they do Now, if you're a great person Then yeah, they're going to focus on the great life But you are important Travis Hunter That's what the saying this game, like I said, we're gonna watch. We're gonna criticize. We're gonna do all the things we can to get our voices out. But you, sir, are important to society. Take your health seriously. Now, Colorado has the USC next week. I'm pretty, Listen, Fox has already made their promos. You know, um, this is like I told you all last week. The fight between ESPN and Fox covering Colorado games is never going to end. Heck, even the Pac-12 can't get the Pac-12 network. I have the Pac-12 network. I have like six channels on it, and not one of them can get it can get a, a Colorado contract. That that's crazy. That's crazy to me. <laughs> that's really crazy to me. So now you got Fox being there Colorado's unring 3-1 against USC the reason why they're there is because of Colorado's success they're 3-1 and run. they're not there for USC even though it's a big matchup but they're there for Colorado and how and what Coach Sanders has preached and what he has done so far through the first four games so I like the coverage uh, I like them fighting but at some point don't you think these smaller networks want want their pie 2 and as well? Don't you think the Pac-12 wants, wants that? Uh don't you think uh don't you think NBC will want that? NBC, I'm pretty sure. Next year will show Big Twelve games. They're already showing big Big Ten games. Why not add another football thing to their to their pet plays? Could happen. I'm just saying. Alright. And then my final college football take: Texas played Baylor. They blew out Baylor, thirty-eight to, to six. Okay. Now my only question to Texas is: Can Texas run the table? You got Kansas on Saturday. Both of y'all are undefeated. This is in Austin. We just got to see what happens. I want to see what happens coming. Up. I want to see what. what Texas team, what time? Are we talking about the team that's four zero right now? Are we the team that Koolan Harris is going to continue to throw the ball, chunk the ball for two hundred plus yards? Are we going to see Xavier Worthy? Are we going to see John Javante Sanders, J-Javion Sanders? Are we going to see that elite defense against Kansas? It remains to be seen, but I want y'all to stay tuned for that because I will make it Short on that on Saturday. All right, guys. That's it for my NFL college football takes. Now, coming up next, let's dive into some WNBA stuff. Game two is tonight. Let's talk about the two matchups and what we're going to look for in those matchups. Up next is Fistil Radio's Beyond the Game.
1: I'm the truth since turn off the lights from the world class record. deep for y'all to vibe with. Whether you're cooling on the corner with your fly bitch, yes. lay back in the shack, play this track. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still hitting the and the blowjobs, girl. I'll break your neck, damn it. Put your face in your lap. Niggas try to be the king, but the ace is oh, back. So when you ain't up on. Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game, still got it wrapped like a mummy, still ain't tripping love to see young blacks get money, spend time off the hood, take their moms off the hood, hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard, barbecues every day, driving fancy cars, still my I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting counters in the mullows, girl. Still, taking my time to perfect <Ellison> the beat. <Davison> so, right. so and fit, I still got love for the streets. It's the deal. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting counters in the mullows, girl. Still, taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the deal. representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, hitting counters in the mullows, girl. Still, taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still Still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. Right back up in your motherfucking ass, nine, five, plus four pennies, add that shit up, D.R.E., right back up on top of things, smoke
4: some with your dog. no stress, no seeds, no
1: stems, no sticks, some of that real sticky, icky, icky, ooh, wait, put it in the air, air. well, use a full D-R.
4: I made him a million, now fuck it, we rich I ain't tryna have babies right now, so we fuck with a rubber, but I got a raw bitch. Know this money, bring EV, you probably won't beat me, but bro, we can't be around no small shit. Overseas got a crowd doing my shit. Can't believe that I'm still in apartments. Business man when
2: and got me in office. Me and
4: dollar deals, I get them often. Me and dollar was serving on Spa Street. All G, he gon' stay with the Chosty. I got raw, that shit made me a monster. He bitch, you know this my sister, my mamas. Now they houses as the big as they want them. I didn't run out no them motherfuckin' commas. Living like we in a race, I might come in first and second, but I won't ever be last Lately I've been in my bag, but told me don't take my foot off the gas They give you an inch, gonna take you a mile, I'ma shoot by myself like a tentacle foul. City to city, got girls going wild, and I reach for my chain when I jump in the crowd let solo, got a squad, we finally made it, let's pop us a bottle I took the lead and let everyone follow, they know I'm running it right to the bank They want me to ease up, I didn't need women, they bleeding, i sorry I told them I can't Heard you a rat, so you know what's gonna happen whenever we yes you i run with the shape I've been making by the time I get 40, I gotta be one of them greats. Watch how I move with this paper, I know if I strip up one time, they gon' try to come take it. Really, is it getting these niggas be faking? I don't want they buy, so they hand I ain't shaking. She on that 42 straight with no chasing. I'm tryna get out of here and go taste it. Yeah. yeah, my diamonds be TV. They don't wanna see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm I got something to something lose. lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. Yeah. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. No. I be walking on beats, you hearing me. I just made that my kids be a big me. They can't get rid of me My diamonds be DVD. DVD. They don't want to see us on TV Unless it's Man, the news I got something to prove it. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose In the street, I done paid all my dues No instruction, ain't talking about literally I be walking on B.C., you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a big me They can't get rid of me Wake up every day, somebody harassing me I got rich, they need money, they asking me I was sitting in jail, they look out for me Ones who need me, no same ones who doubted me I've been handling my own, they can vouch for me They'll wait down with me she proud of me Turn to heat up Ain't nobody hottest me Everywhere dollars be That's how I gotta be I didn't gave her the word Now she not leaving Said she love me The to death Told her stop grieving He try to do what I do But we not even I want all of the beef I am not vegan Boy you said it was smoke Niggas stop speaking bitch to door drop the top I can't stop speeding Trying to see if this bitch Is the top speed he Hit a bitch from the back That would knock on Baby ho, I control the rock. If the rap's slow, I control the block. Yeah, I'm really it. Hey, you niggas now. Nah. Got a couple coups. I can draw the top. I done made it, nigga. All these digits coming in. I'm saving for the bigger picture. No one day I need them. Might as well get used to me. My biggest fear is ending up a used to be. Yeah, yeah my time is TV. See us on TV, unless it's the news, I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm y'all, I got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on B.C., you hearing me. I just feel that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. My diamonds be TV. They don't want to see us on TV, unless it's the news, I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm y'all, I got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on B.C., you hearing me. I just feel that my kids be a big me. They can't get rid of me. We'll be right <laughs>
0: Twenty first why wow, she got her lowest points was twenty she got twenty first place votes. Alyssa Thomas got twenty three and Asia Wilson got seventeen. Uh Asia had twenty-five second place votes, and then Alyssa Thomas had the third highest. So to me, I just want to say congratulations to Brianna Stewart. Nothing against her. I, I love her. Uh you know, Well deserved, well deserved, because where that team came from last season, to, well actually where she came from last season, to make a jump, to take less money, to be on a Liberty team, to win the Commissioner Cup, and then be the the most prolific player in the WNBA this season, to lead the Liberty to a, if I can remember correctly, to a 31-9 record for the season. I mean, I don't think they got this wrong though, but it was, but so we, we got, we got a lot of young people voting these days, guys. We got a young and they're young as me. They're young as me and they're not older. They, they're, they're, knowledge is limited in the WNBA. Listen, I've been around the WNBA for 27 years. I watched the game grow. I watched the, I watched the older players get. Uh, get acquainted in the WNBA. I just wish we need more of them in the WNBA But that's, that's another conversation for a different day. But anyways, uh <laughs> Wow, well, I'm very surprised at that. Wow, that's, I, I thought Asia Wilson would win the M V P again. I mean she she deserves it. But I think I think it, it's gonna be it's gonna feel her. It's gonna feel her to to play better and I and I don't like that side. But anyways, Brianna sir, congratulations on winning the the NBA MVP for the for the 2023 season, and um, we'll go from there. Uh, the most and also the most confusing part is that uh, uh, that Courtney Vanessu and Serena Nescu each received a fifth place one vote. So that's that's what tells you we have young people voting. If Serena Nescu and Courtney Vanessu are getting fifth place votes one apiece that means that means we got young people voting and also we got um, we got useless well, well not useless but like uh, they got what's that word I want to use there's a lot of words I can use but I don't want to use useless we, we got uneducated WNBA voters so people that have watched the game for like Three years or less Are allowed to make a vote Right If you ask me to vote I vote Asia Wilson all day long I'll go Asia Alyssa Brianna Stewart Actually Brianna Stewart Will get Will get my third place As far as the MVP goes Then Asia Wilson will Cause I think I think It, it has to go by record Asia Wilson averaged 20 20 plus points a game like how, how does she not get another MVP award? Turn that music up, please. Oh, this. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so, with that being said, I just don't understand. I just don't understand what got to these people. And I will. It's tough to move on from it, but I am going to move on. But I was, uh, and also I was actually actually to do my Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dating rumors. I'm going to give you that little spill in, in, at the end of this matchup. But first, basketball. Connecticut Sun versus New York Liberty. Game two. Now game one was dominated by Connecticut 78 to 63. That's game one. So tonight, here's what needs to happen tonight. For the Connecticut Sun They need to keep switching on Inescu Now Inescu had 12 points She was a hard working 12 points they, they had to make her move a little bit And the type of open shots that she was getting She was not getting those open shots Like, like I said in, in the previous series where Sabrina comes off the ball screens You have to be able to jump it You have to be able to say You know what we got to jump the screens And they have not done that They And the, 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 the Mystics didn't adjust. They didn't adjust to, the, to, to their. um They didn't adjust. They didn't adjust to their philosophy. So if they would have adjusted, then, then the series would have been a little bit closer. Keep Jones off the glass because the whole entire team's weaknesses is rebound. So there's a clip out there that I saw yesterday. Not a clip, but like. When Rebecca Lovell was talking about all five orange jerseys in the in the paint, when Anes, when uh, I think somebody shot the ball, it was either Anesku was shooting the basketball, and only Jones was there for the rebound. Uh, so Connecticut's Suns' weakness is rebounding because you don't have Bri- Bri- Brianna Jones in there. You only going to have Alyssa Thomas grabbing every rebound, but you do need guard. Re- participation in rebounding you do need guards like Tiffany Hayes you need Natasha Haddon but actually Haddon had her her best game in game one I was waiting for her to show up and she showed up in game one um DeJuan Barnes is not going to grab a rebound for you so it's basically going to be Alyssa Thomas grabbing rebounds but in order for the Connecticut Sun to win this series you have to be able to rebound well, let me say, let me add an, Olivia Nelson-Adota in this. Alyssa nils N- 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 adota whenever she comes off the bench, she does rebound the basketball. Uh, Heideman, speaking of Heideman, she was a factor in game one. So now, we gotta keep that consistent trend going. Remember, I, g- remember last year she had a consistent trend of scoring double digit points? I need that Natasha Heideman go up there. Up there Up there She had 12 points In game 1 So Her points Are valuable To this team They need Every part Of her effort From game 1 To translate To game 2 If she's gonna Keep her Keep her minutes Cause I'm pretty sure When she sat In the last series Yeah Her her last series Was the worst When she sat It was like What was it like it was like it, it. Her the mindset filled her. It filled her to. It filled her to say, "Hey, you know." It filled her to say, "I need to play better. If I need to stay in practice a, a, a lot later than usual to get shots up to work on the defensive play call was uh, Brianna in January, then I'll do that." Anything that you gotta do to to make a name for yourself in the postseason, you gotta do it. You gotta make those sacrifices. Uh let's see. Unsung Hero by Becca Allen scored eighteen points. She was four for six from three. They probably need her to score eighteen points again and deliberately continue to play to uh Take away to crowd the plane, so if the Liberty crowd the paint because they're trying to crowd the plane to avoid Alyssa Thomas's touches. Well, actually, Alyssa Thomas's game, her game's in the paint. So if you're he forced to take her an outside shot, that she's she's not is not it is uncomfortable for her. But that they they were focusing more on on guarding the paint because that's where they're trying to get majority of their points. That's where Bonner Bonner. Oddly enough drove to the basket in game one. Oddly. I said this oddly because her game is not her game is not to the basket. Her game is shooting three shooting threes on rhythm. Um so in this game, if they decide to double bonner, then Becky Allen will be open. And I expect her to drop at least tonight. If they win tonight, at least eighteen points again. I think her effort will need So Becky Allen and Natasha Hyden Both of those ladies Efforts are needed for game 2 tonight And possibly for the rest of the series No matter how long you, how long it goes Let's go to the Liberty This is all effort written all over it The effort needs to be there from the start And I criticized Sandy Broadello For not taking a timeout When they are down by 7 So basically they were down but majority of the game. She did not take a timeout with it when it was sixteen to nine early. When Connecticut center had all that momentum, she took a timeout when Becca Allen hit hit a three point I think they were down by ten at the time. And so, and that was a late timeout. But 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 but, but. and the but but the effort, the effort has to be there. You can't score sixty three points on your home court. I'm sorry. And also we need we need at least two people crashing to the glass. So basically Lanny, Jones, Jones crashes the glass. But we need Lanny to do that as well. Or Brianna Stewart. I don't think Brianna Stewart is more of a crash crasher. But uh but I do think that Brian but but Benaja and Lanny, it is. It is. Or Kayla Dorton when she comes into the game will crash the glass. So Effort needs to be there tonight Because remember, you're down 0-1 And you're trying to tie up the series And you're trying to to, um, Move forward Because everybody expects you to get to the finals Now you gotta get to the finals Because Brianna Stewart just won the MVP award And I I do think Let me say this And I know I'm going to be wrong I think they take turns I think the WNBA takes turns On who the MVP is going to be It was Adrian Wilson last year I can't remember who, who was a year before Asia. And then, it could have been Asia Wilson again. But they chose Brianna Stewart. Because of the, the approved transition the Liberty has. The Liberty improved, improved their win total. And it was all because aside of signing Brianna Stewart. They gotta shoot 40%. Uh, in game one, they shot 33, 34%. Uh, you gotta get shots. You gotta shoot better. You get, it was inside shots because I don't think I don't think that the Connecticut Sun are going to guard you in the paint. I don't think they're going to guard you in the paint. But you can get to the paint and shoot 40%. So they're not going to guard you. <laughs> they're not going to guard you in the paint. You can get paint touches all that long. But they're not going to guard you. And the may have to adjust. So an has to adjust. Uh, maybe come off screen tomorrow. Or maybe... Come off the dribble She can't She can't create Her own dribble That's the only we, That's the weakness That Inescu has So Inescu tries to dribble Tries to Tries to get, create Her own shot That's not her game Her game is Coming off screens And trying to find A rhythm Three point shot That's it And the Sun Are saying We're going to Shut that down And make you A driver Which Inescu May have to do In this game Game 2 In order for Delivery to get a chance because remember, the Sun do foul a lot. They do foul a lot, and they're limited on, on their depth. Especially at the guard position. Finish play has become a factor. Um, I think they only have six points on the, on the bench. So Kayla Dorton, um, Stephanie Dolson, Miranda Johannes. Y'all three players have to come through tonight. Y'all have to combine 30 points off the bench. In order to win this game, you got to combine at least thirty points off the bench. You got to, because remember, like I've been saying, everybody that's followed the game of basketball, especially in the WNBA, know that the Sun don't have a bench. They don't have that bench. They only have Alyssa, uh, Olivia, Nelson, Dora, and Dijonah character. They only have two players, two quality players that come off the bench, and then they have. Half a Tiffany Hayes. Remember what I said? Half a T- Tiffany Hayes. They have no bench play. The Sun don't have that. Y'all do. Y'all have that. <coughs> Excuse me. They have that. The Sun ha- the, the Liberty have bench play. The Sun don't. The Sun are going to uh, tire 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 out their starters till. So they can't go anymore So you're going to see more Alyssa, You're going to see more Alyssa Thomas You're going to see more Bonner You're going to see more Of uh, of Half of Half of uh, Tiffany Hayes But we want to see more Of a, 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 a Olivia Nilsson Adora They don't have that You can attack it And also I want to say this Before I end this uh, Before I end this matchup With the Sun and the Liberty I want to say Get the fucking mics Off the coaches ESPN needs to stop doing that No other channel That shows the WNBA Puts a mic On the coaches other Other than ESPN We don't need that We don't need We don't need coaches talking to the commentators during the game while the game action is playing that is the stupidest thing ever ever I like how Stephanie White threw down the mic Stephanie White said I'm trying to coach this game this playoff meaningful game no coach has been nice about this period why you call, Stop this! Ethan, stop this! Stop this now! Let's play basketball. An interview with the players. I an interview with the players. I have never seen that before, and I wish I played the clip where jo- the Jones said. I wish I had that clip, but I don't have it. But Jacqueal Jones, her last part of her of the interview said that she said she was blaming the rest. Because the, the official, the official in game one was terrible. I can say that, but she can't. But yet, it's like, these players get fined for criticizing the officials. The W Mayor has to get it right. It's so that the NBA does. I, look, I, I disagree with finding players for expressing their opinions on the officials. The officials need it. Just like y'all, you criticize the, you criticize players sitting out. If you criticize players sitting out, expect backlash. Expect it. That's it. Expect backlash. So with that being said, get the freaking mics off the coaches, please. It doesn't look good on, for ESA. It doesn't look good for me. Cause I'm trying to watch a game and hear a coach at the same time. I'm not doing more. I'm not doing both. I'm sorry I, That has no place in the game But they don't care what I think They care about what Some stupid person in the room d- thinks Oh yeah we should put mics on the coaches So that we can interview them You can't I'm sorry you can't get, get Holly Rowe to do it You can't get Roz to do it What are we doing here What are we doing here Alright let me get to my Dallas wings Before I get to my Taylor Swift stuff Oh god uh, <laughs> Dallas Wings also plays against the Aces. So, that is a late late matchup, Dallas fans. That's at 9 o'clock. Uh, so, Dallas Wings matchup, uh, scouting report. They need to see the double team to Wilson. So, when Wilson's in the post, they have McCown, they have Brown, they have the, the athletic, Kier. Now... Asia's very athletic Both McCowan and Bre- Kal- Kalia Brown I'm not saying that not athletic They're not They're strong women But Asia is strong And athletic And get to where she needs to go In the basket So when she gets it in the post The mid post You need to send a center fielder A center fielder to make sure That she passes the ball out now, granted, you can you can the aces don't are not going to shoot jump shots all day long. Kelsey Plum and Chelsea Gray are going to miss a bunch of jump shots. I trust I trust Jackie Young because she shoots a better percentage from the field. than Kelsey Plum and Chelsea Gray. So, if we can find a way to play center field or double Asia Wilson when she gets in the post, then it will work out. Now, we got to get Enrique going. Enrique had, I think she only had like 12 points in game or well, well, 14 points in game one. We got to get her going. I want to see the the Enrique that scores 20 plus points. I haven't seen that in a while. I have not seen that in a while. If she scores 20 points tonight, the series is tied. It's literally tied. You know how she's going to get 20 points? She drives to the bas- basket. You know how else she's going to get 20 points? With the She's driving, and the jump shot comes, and it's rhythm jump shots comes through. That's how. That's how I think. Let's get to my. Let's get to McCown. McCown needs to be physical with with Wilson. Like I told y'all, McCown is a physical player. She needs to be physical with with Wilson. So that means don't give her inside position in the paint. Don't give her anything in the paint, because that's where she's going to work. If you give her something outside of it. Then that's okay. We can we can deal with the outside shot from early. We can deal with that. Because you'll be heavily contested. We can do that. And plus they're not sending Stokes to the glass. They're not sending Stokes to the glass. I'm pretty sure they're gonna send uh their, Well I shot I'm sorry, let me take that out. They are gonna send Stokes to Kia Stokes to the glass. But they're not sending Chelsea Gray, Kelsey Blum, or Jackie Young to the glass, because you gotta remember You got to remember that that the Aces are weak in transition. So that means if Dallas gets a rebound and they're throwing up ahead, you can beat them in transition. I think that's my next point. My next point is you can beat them in transition. You only have 10 transition points. You need to get to 17. That's what the Aces have. Maybe 19, maybe 20 points. Because remember, the Aces don't, like the Sun... The aces have the, a, a limited bench. Dallas Wings can throw anybody out there and the Dallas Wings, anybody can make an impact. Anybody. You throw somebody out there on the wings player, on the wings, anybody can make an impact. So that means y'all need to run back. Y'all need to run back. You can run against the a- aces. You can. You can beat them in transition. You can. It's just that you just got to grab the around. Let's run. Make Becky Hammer call timeouts early. Because she doesn't like early timeouts. Las Vegas Aces. This is their uh, sky report. So you got to keep solid pressure. I don't think sol- Solby has faced a pressure defense yet. This is why she gets it off easily. You got to keep the turnovers though. We had a bunch of them. and We had uh, 60 turnovers in. They have 16 turnovers in game one. So, I think Becky is trying to address and say, hey, we got to keep those turnovers low for game two. Get back in transition, like I said. The Aces can, that's right, the Wings can easily get transition points. Easily. <laughs> easily get transition points. Just put the ball down the court. Uh, they got to keep McAllen out of the paint. So... The interesting part is that McCall- when McAllen has you that deep near the basket, she's going to score nine times out of ten. And I and I think that if McAllen goes for a double double t- tonight, the Wings are also winning because if, if Riga gets back to her old self with scoring and being aggressive, scoring twenty plus points, and McAllen gets a double double, they're winning tonight. The Wings are. They're going to tie the series, and that proves that it can go on either side now you gotta drive to the basket Gray and Plum they gotta drive to the basket the wings don't have an answer they really don't they really don't have an answer when you drive to the basket Mikal is not gonna come over and help you and try to block the shot she's not doing that she is not doing that she's only gonna focus on, defend- on Wilson Wilson's in the game that number one target is gonna be there Wilson's going to get a bulk of the minutes tonight because she's playing motivated. She's playing inspired. She didn't win the MVP. She won only defensive player of the year. The NBA said, nah, you won it last year. I want to give it to Brianna Stewart. Does that motivate you as a player? It should motivate you. Because how are you going to put nine months in of work on your body and your mind and not come up with a second, a, a, a second straight MVP award? It's not her fault It's It's the voters We got younger voters I'm sorry Like we got younger voters Who are controlling the votes Who consider them WNBA fans And don't look at the big picture And don't like Asia Wilson's game It's like We're taking turns Passing the plates Alright here you go Here's my stuff Here you go my pie, here you go. Ridiculous, but congratulations to Brianna Story. But I do. But let me give you this. I think fast break points and less turnovers win this game. So whoever has the most fast break points and less turnovers wins the game. And I and, and I'm going to say the Aces win tonight. The Aces win tonight. Um, I'm going to say the other series. I think. I'm going. <sighs> That'll be bad if, if the Liberty don't win tonight. It'll be bad. If they don't win tonight, if the Liberty do not win tonight, it's over. It's over. You heard it first. It's over. So to me, I'm going to say the Liberty win tonight. Because of Brianna Stewart. Rihanna Stewart's going to put up massive awesome numbers tonight. That's my goal. Delivery Liberty win tonight. They'll tie the series and. There'll be a game four. Now, all that will be posted on my on my group page and also on the WNBA page that I, I, I follow. Now, I put stuff up because I want to talk about this before we leave today. So, Kansas City Chiefs play the Chicago Bears on Sunday. Okay. And now, I was supposed to add this on my mind, but I forgot to add it. Okay. Travis Kelsey is dating, well, the media wants them to get them together because Tr- Taylor Swift showed up at the uh, Chiefs game on Sunday against the Bears supporting her supposedly new man, Travis Kelsey. Supposedly. Because they're not dated yet, but the media wants them to date. Because it feels like, oh well, Taylor Swift has never dated uh, uh, an athlete. She's dated this low life guys like Joe. Well, I can't remember. Name. I can know. Uh, I can remember two names: Joe Jonas and Joe. Uh, I can't remember his last name. It doesn't matter. They're not in her life anymore. Um, and Towers Kelsey, I did not know his. They his him and his wife had a divorce until. I think it was until two weeks ago. I did not know that. And so, with that being said, for me, I don't know. I love Taylor Swift. I'm pretty sure I'm the only black man in America that's loved Taylor Swift. Well, actually, you know what? No, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not. There's a few black men that love Taylor Swift. I love her because of how she grew up and how her music is very, very from the heart. Emotional stuff Now you say I'm going to get with this a-. Try to get with this athlete And try to see what happens from here Now The media will feel their Feel their romance they'll, they'll be all over it For me personally as an athlete I don't like Athletes being distracted I can remember In the in the late 2000s When Kim K was going for Miles Austin uh, who else was she going for? Uh, Chris Humphreys. Late, late 2000 into early 2010s. She was going for those type of players. I just don't want this to be a distraction for Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. I don't want Pat Mahomes to answer questions every single week about the relationship between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I don't, I, I don't want that at all. You see, I'm, I, I'm, I try to be the newer generation. I am the newer generation, but I don't, w- I, I don't want it to be a distraction. Because remember, we got a whole season to play. Pat Mahomes got a whole season to play. Travis Kelsey has got a whole season to play. Now, if Taylor Swift wants to show up to every Chiefs game, then absolutely she has the power to do that. But, 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 but. I don't want that to be as distraction at, at all. Period. I actually... I, I'm half approved with a relationship. But it's not my life. This is coming from a man... That, that has never been in a relationship in his life. Yes, I can say that because... Because... Uh, because I can say it more freely now. Because I'm not going to hide it. Like, what what, what uh, I'm not trying to impress anyone... Here... In this office... I'm not, I'm definitely not trying to, (laughs) I'm not trying to impress anyone in life. I'm not doing that. So, so I'm not, I'm not where Travis Kelsey is as far as romance goes. In fact, I'm not where, I'm not anywhere where anybody else when it comes to romance goes, whether you're an athlete or just a random person, I'm not doing, I'm not where they're at. I'm just me. I've been told Oh yeah you will hope I'll, You hope you'll find someone one day You know how many times I've been told that All through my life All through my life Do you tell Travis Kelsey that Pretty sure someone else has But For him And other athletes It just comes over time for me, it can happen like, it doesn't happen just a click. It takes a long time. So actually, someone says, I like you for you. You know what I'm saying? It takes a long time for me. Travis Kelsey, it takes him only a few months. And, 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 and any other person. But I just want to see what happens. All right, guys. That's it for today. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the Cowboys versus Patriots. We, we will talk about Zeke Elliott coming back to the Metroplex and how he's going to dominate the defense because I feel like he's going to have insight. I feel like he's going to dominate our defense. He knows the picks and pots. He knows the weaknesses we have on defense. And I feel like he's going to run for a 100-plus yards on offense against us. Which is disappointing I want to beat him so bad We'll talk about that next week And other college football stuff And WNBA hopefully by that time We'll have a finals preview Alright guys that's it for my show uh, Make sure you uh, Subscribe, like it Comment And um, more is coming I have a website coming It's coming soon I'll reveal that date When I have more details on it But other than that, enjoy your day, and um, and enjoy yourself. More proud to y'all. It's Beyond the Game on First World Radio. Hey, world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl
1: Radio Network.
0: Jump in. (laughs)